This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Hi, I'm Tanya, your host for Fail Better. Today, I welcome Giovanna again, and we'll continue our discussion on failure and success from a psychological viewpoint. For those who missed our podcast last week, I'll have a quick recap of the topics we discussed. We first listened to a short fragment where Jim Carrey shared his struggles with depression and also spoke about the flip side of success where you risk losing yourself. And following that clip, Giovanna, you brought in some very interesting topics. First, you you brought in the fact that depression and expectations of our environment actually can lead to disappointment because actually we can lose along the way the you know the joy and the pleasure we find in little things mm-hmm. uh thinking again of what jim carrey was saying the expectation that he's always a funny guy and actually it's not well it's not reality um then also you explain that grief and failure are very different but that they have common roots basically um when we lose a loved one or a job or we have a really bad breakup there's a loss and we need actually to take time to grief and overcome that loss. Um, so not necessarily a funeral in the case of losing your job or a funeral or the ritual similar to a funeral when you're having a bad breakup, but it could be like burning the letters, like you said, very funnily, yep. or it could be anything which comes up to your mind. Any basically. ritual. Yeah. yeah, any ritual. And then last but not least, we were talking about those expectations where I think you really brought up something very, very important, that expectations actually also work like hope. We do need them in life. The thing is just that we need to have realistic expectations and we don't have a book for that. There is no manual, but it's about you know, finding out what works for us, what is realistic. Because mm-hmm. if we set it too high, we will end up feeling like failure because we won't meet it. And we might also lose out that kind of balance you were talking about, the need of harmony. If we were going too far because we set our goal, like becoming extremely rich, we might just lose on the way the time of our loved ones, time for ourselves and those time for joy, actually, which you were mentioning yes. last time. So following up with all the things we discussed last week, um, I would like to come to another question which has been bugging me and actually I've been asking it to a previous guest, uh, Felicity Williams, who's a youth author here in Christchurch. How come that children have apparently no fears? I mean, I'm not talking about the fear of a monster underneath their bed, but I'm talking about they try things out. Mm-hmm. They try things out. And as we grow up, we have that kind of increasing sensation or doubt and where we say, oh, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this. And we shut ourselves off for experiences mm-hmm. because we f- we fear that we're not going to be good enough. I would like to have your comments on that. Well, children perceive the world absolutely different than adults. Uh, what that means, kids have the mind that are being designed for learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adults have the minds designed just for performs. Mm-hmm. Yes. So in other words, an adult when see, I don't know, let's say a mop, mm-hmm. we use the mop for mop, for clean, done. Mm-hmm. The kid, no. The kid is learning 
for what it is. So he can just use the imagination for just use it, I don't know, as a sword or an obstacle or other things. They play. And mm -hmm. in that place, they are just start to learning mm -hmm. for what is the things. Now, why we lose this adventure perception of this adventure mind, mm -hmm. let's say mm -hmm. it, because kids have a lot of adventures. Mm -hmm. uh, at adults, we know what is, what can hear us or what can probably is not good for specific things. What, what, what I want to say is kids They are learning and they they are learning in that process what is right, what is wrong, what can hurt them, what cannot hurt them. Mm -hmm. But they are learning. So they are just going through everything. Adults, we know already. We just perform. We know for what is the things. So we lose mm -hmm. this adventure point that kids have. I find it interesting. So is it because we know the consequences, basically, what you're pointing yes. at? that And that we know what can happen, yeah. that we just don't experiment anymore? Yeah, we just lose this adventure process. But on the other hand, you see some people, and I'm thinking specifically in the arts, who seem mm -hmm. to not lose that ability mm -hmm. to play. And what you mentioned as well, which is, I think, very important, play. imagination. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how come that some seem to be like, I would say, immune from it. I think of artists, but also other people who seem to keep that playfulness and that feeling of experimenting, mm -hmm. whereas others become, I would say, scared and afraid. Where do you think that happens? Or how? All that process. So we have different process. We, we are kids, then we are teenagers, then, mm -hmm. then we are adults. In the teenager part, mm -hmm. we are not afraid of nothing. But at the same time, we start to learn about consequence. Mm -hmm. hmm? Yes, true. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, let's face it. I think all of us, we just have that point mm -hmm. uh, in our life mm -hmm. that, yeah, teenagers think nothing is going to happen to them. But then, then they start to learn about consequence. So that is a process and is this process in the one that you just start to lose sometimes this imagination that you start mm -hmm. to lose this playful thing with life mm -hmm. and you start to learn that you have a lot of responsibilities around uh, what you say is true many artists especially artists people they don't lose that they don't lose this little kid that they have inside because mm -hmm. it's important part for them and for create things Mm -hmm. So they are still in this process of learn. They don't perform too much. They just still learning about life and about how to plant all these in their art. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, let's say a doctor, hmm? mm -hmm. he just performs what he's been learning. Yeah. Done. He's, he is still in contact. He is still learning. Yes. But is more methodical. Yeah. An artist, no. An yeah. artist just needs still in this road of adventures inside his brain. So, yeah. 
But all this transition probably is just with all the all the times of the life that we have. Mm-hmm. So kids, teenagers, adults. Yeah, that's why actually we say sometimes that so many adults never grow up. <laughs> and it's good and it's not good. Well, yeah, we can just <laughs> try to see. But yeah, I, I think that is the problem. We just... We just see things different than kids, yeah. I wanted to bring something up what you were saying because it reminds me of a conversation I had with uh, some youth and teenagers a couple of podcasts ago. And one of the girls mentioned, as you grow older, you can't get away with it. Mm-hmm. And that was something that was very interesting because I had some younger ones and some older ones, 11, 12-year-olds and 15, 16-year-olds. Yeah. And the 15, 16-year-olds were just already saying that you can't get away with it. Isn't it, I was wondering, what is your viewpoint on that? Personally, I find it's maybe sad that we can't get away with it. I'm not talking of extreme situations, but on the other hand, if it's at the price of becoming so scared in a way. That we're making well, mistakes? I wonder. Should yes we be able no. to have... The point is, when you grow up, you just get so much responsibilities mm-hmm. that you don't play too much with the, with the money, with time, with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you still have your freedom. Yes, you still have... You can still just play it around. Yes, you can. But you have so much responsibilities mm-hmm. that... Is too risky and can bring so many consequences that you mm. prefer just play safe. Play safe. Mm, I have. I will think. Yeah, I will come <laughs> to my my actually my final question I had. So we look up to people who are successful and who seem to have it all, but we also see that very successful people. And I'm thinking of the the, the clip I played last time. Go prone to depressions, to addictions, and even suicide, and can be extremely unhappy. So, from a psychological point of view, how would you define a successful life? Well, the definition of successful is something really personal. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Uh, for many people, actually, success is have I don't know a big massive house and. A beautiful wife, uh, like a trophy wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for other people, success actually is just reach a goal. Like, I don't know, learn another language. That mm-hmm. is success. For mm-hmm. me, it was success. Well, I'm still in the process. But yeah, that that is so. It's something really personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, just say, what is success or the definition of success. Anyway, success is means reach a goal. That mm-hmm. is the literal definition that you can find in all the dictionaries. But in a psychological point, it just depends on each person, what you want to do with your life until when you want to, or where you want to go. And then mm-hmm. in that point is that you actually just start to make They, these expectations that we just speak in the start. Mm-hmm. Hmm? I don't know if I, I just making everything a little bit more complicated, but success in the end is just something personal. Is something is is a goal that you want to reach, and you reach. Mm-hmm. Uh, go really close or go connected with expectations. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Uh, But you need just, yeah, it's something really personal. 
basically. It's like, and all depends as well, the abilities of what you have for just go there. So it's really connected with the, with the expectations that you see it. The expectations that you would set yourself mm -hmm. or expectations which are coming from your environment, let's say your no, parents, no, 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 no. your friends. From yourself. From yourself. That is success. Now, when you speak about depression, mm -hmm. it's because sometimes we just make, again, these expectations so high. Uh, we are not going to reach that goals. Mm -hmm. So we are going to feel that we are not successful, that we just fail, that we just, yeah, we are pretty much like a zero mm -hmm. in the corner. But again, it's something personal. And again, it's something that you, you, you just learn with the time. I want to come back to the whole idea what you were mentioning about childhood, because we were talking, you, you spoke about the fact of play that children and experience life still as mm -hmm. an adventure and everything is about play, but they learn as well through play. They learn yeah. about through having fun. Yeah. I was just wondering if play and fun and imagination, which you were also bringing up, the role of imagination with children, how it's important to have the broomstick that can be a sword, that can be an obstacle that you're still finding out. Could that be also part of being successful, maybe keeping that idea of play in your life? That idea of not being too serious about everything. I would say maybe what Christian, Dr. Christian Walsh brought up, calculated risk. So maybe a play, the idea of experiment, but maybe in a safer context, not like a child, mm -hmm. maybe jumping from, I don't know, a swing, which is too high. But or... I think we did. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes, that that is the... The idea, well, that will be the maximum point for, for a person, just just still having this play in mind or mm -hmm. learning mind, but just see it, what is going to be the consequence. And yeah, just make a balance. Always we speak about the balance and harmony. Mm. But it's hard. It's really hard because... In all these transitions, for many people, actually, it's been happening so many things that sometimes actually that great, this post-traumatic, mm -hmm. uh, probably thoughts mm -hmm. that are not going to let per the person mm -hmm. just going through that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's quite hard. Still, we can work in that and we can just... Let it go a little bit. I'm interested. I'm interested but it's, it's hard. Yeah. You're, you just brought up actually that when we were tra traumatized or were been because we've been hurt or because we've experienced failure, that obviously it is hard sometimes to break through that again, to yes. go through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, could it then be that sometimes we're our own worst enemy in our road to happiness or success? It whatever is, we define actually, it. It is. Uh, sometimes actually that fear mm -hmm. make us alive and that is good. I don't say that all these uh, fears mm -hmm. are bad. Like if you, when you were a child and I don't know, a poison spider just beat you, mm -hmm. 
uh, and you learn that you cannot play with the spiders all the time because, well, they, some of them can be dangerous. Well, that is not a bad thing. It's, no. it's, it's a fear with you grow up just know the limit <laughs> with, the, with them, you know? Learning the hard way, I but, would say, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, in other things like, I don't know, like swimming, mm -hmm. many people actually have that. Oh, that we were speaking a few minutes ago, well, just both of us, about nails. Mm -hmm. hmm? Well, that is something that you can go through. True, there are some fears that you can just try to Go overcome. Go through, yeah. Yes, like um, my fear of needles, like you mentioned, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, no, no, no. And, and oh, oh, fear to just swim, fear to the water, because mm -hmm. actually many people uh, have this experience of learn how to swim in a pool, but in a really bad way when, I don't know, the grandfather or the uncle or whatever, just take it and throw it to the pool. Yes, in the water. And... That it's is scary. yeah, and that is gonna make a fear of that person just go to swim or go to the water or go to a lake because well yeah they are going to think that maybe they are going just to drop so it's just we can go through a few of them and it's good that we realize what fears or what traumas can just stop us to just and go and reach our goal mm -hmm. and what other ones actually just make life easy and make us just alive so it's just it's just a personal process but sometimes actually when you just find that you cannot go through that alone it's good just try to find help that's why psychologists uh, or counselors can mm -hmm. help you with that Yes, I think that what you're mentioning here is, of course, you have to be able to identify your fear. You have to be able to identify what is limiting you, which I think already in itself is is a huge challenge, isn't it? It is. Um, because, well, my fear of needles, like you mentioned, is something quite concrete. I know that. But the psychological fear is maybe that I have piled up along the way as a child. And I was also wondering in that context, thinking of what... Um, A, a tutor brought up from um, Unlimited Autophity about the pressure, which is also happening a lot on teenagers at school with performance, with getting the results, making mm -hmm. the test, and that basically you're being judged on your performance, on your result. And yeah, that is what I was wondering. Does it contribute maybe to or increasing fear over Yes, over as well. As well, like, yeah, when you, when you are in... This part of, oh, well, this age between, mm -hmm. I don't know, probably 11, 12, mm -hmm. that is started the teenager part until probably, I will say 20, mm -hmm. maybe of, maybe a few Even of you are long. not going to be agree, but I will say until 20, 21, mm -hmm. uh, that we are still learning. All that is around us is so important for us and all our emotions are just, they are just higher mm -hmm. than as normal can be. And this can affect us for life. Yes, bullying. I'm sorry, but a person that actually when he's a teenager and all the life, they will in that age, they've been telling that she's fat, that she's 
uh, ugly, she's blah, blah, blah. She's going to grow up feeling really insecure. Mm -hmm. And some of them actually just get these uh, alimentary problems like mm -hmm. anorexia or bulimia. Yes, bulimia. Think, yeah. Uh, so, and trust me, that is going just to make so many troubles for them when they grow up. Yeah. Uh, so going through all this is is difficult. This. I was wondering as well, because I'm thinking of a previous conversation as well I had with Okote, who um, teaches yoga and mm -hmm. has been working, I would say, with a very um, community-focused lens. She's been yeah. working with uh, youth who had some, I would say, challenging times yeah. and so on. And she was said as well during the podcast how um, her own environment was having those critics, but can you really spend your time on those kids? And that she said that they were like this very um, closed, mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, I would say, yes, closed and, and, and like a stone. And that she said that after a few yoga sessions, she saw them really opening up and that she saw that they were as beautiful as a crystal. I was very moved by that image, by the way she used. So I was also wondering when the view of your environment is so mm -hmm. negative on you, do you need that gaze of somebody else who's not biased, who is, doesn't have that prejudice to help you through it? Or is this something that you can look within yourself and say, okay, my environment says I'm a delinquent, I'm bad, I'm antisocial, but actually that's not who I am. How and I can work? change it, yeah. Well, each of us, we have different personalities. We're born with personalities. Mm -hmm. Now, that personalities just start to get it stronger with the time. Mm -hmm. Uh so many, many of that people actually can just go through that because probably in their childhood or in their learning process when they were a child, mm -hmm. they learn how to just step up again mm -hmm. and be a little bit more stronger. But many, many other kids have this kind of personality that no, it, they are going it to need it. help. They are going to need help. But that doesn't mean that any of us can just have like a rehabilitation. I think this is what you mean. Yes, having yeah. that chance, mm -hmm. that opportunity. I think all of us, all of us, we can have the chance to just change. Mm -hmm. We just need the right uh, probably process for do it. Mm -hmm. And we need the right person to help us to do that. Okay. Uh, sometimes we just need ourselves, yes, but sometimes we need the hand of other person. So, yes. Thank you very much, Giovanna. I think that uh, it was an extremely interesting uh, two parts we've had here. I really appreciated a lot how you, you spoke about our expectations and about the balance we have to look for in life. And that actually, well, what I'm also learning and getting from it is that basically because there is no book or manual which can no, tell no. us what to do, we have to keep on looking it for ourselves. And I would probably add that we should probably not lose on the way that kind of feeling of let's try and play a bit, mm -hmm. let's experiment still a bit, even if we're scared. Thank you very much for listening. This was Tanya for Feel Better. And next time we'll speak to Professor Dr. Anik Maslow from University of Canterbury and if success is a fa or failure is a matter of gender. Meanwhile, we'll say goodbye with Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Thank you.
去。